1: This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Are you the type of person that's looking to build your liquor collection in your own home? Then go to Country Wine and Spirits Online Liquor Superstore. But check this out. They've also got a monthly vault membership. It's an exclusive offer. What does a monthly membership tips Country Wine and Spirits give you? Well, I'll tell you. You get free two to five business days, ground shipping on all your orders over 50 bucks. Special offers, free mystery vault gifts in every shipment. And if you sign up right now, it's only $19.95 a month for the first three months. And if you sign up for this membership, you get 10% off site-wide on every purchase, including sale items. Plus, as a special with Hey Bartender podcast, you get the 10% off if you join the membership. But if you use Hey Bartender 5, you get 5% off your complete purchase. So you're getting 15% off your entire order if you sign up for the membership, plus use Hey Bartender 5 coupon at check out. So go to cwspirits.com, sign up for the membership, get 10% off your entire order, free shipping over $50, plus remember to use coupon code HEYBARTENDER5 for an extra 5% off. You can't beat that deal. Go to cwspirits.com. Hey,
0: this
2: is Randy with Creme Bartending, and you're listening to the Hey Bartender Podcast.
0: A, a me a drink. Me a reason I'm here, a I'm
1: here. I need time to think. All the ways of the world.
0: I've
1: really got welcome back to Hey Bartender podcast. I'm your bartender for the evening. My name is Anthony, so that's what you call me. Today I've got a special guest on. Everybody, if you just welcome Randy from Creme Bartending. Randy, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing pretty good, Anthony. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's been a pleasure so far uh, with the small talk we've done before uh, we started. Um, but I'm excited to see uh, where this goes and, um, you
1: know, at the end of this podcast, it turns out. Oh, it's uh, don't worry. This is just a casual conversation, and uh, we're going to mostly concentrate on you. Don't uh, don't worry about it. Just sit <laughs> back relax. Let's have fun with this, okay? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Randy, why don't we start off things by you telling us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from?
2: My name is Randy Shute. I'm from Miami, Florida, but my family is um, Haitian. Basically, I grew up Haitian in Miami. I went to school here. Um, I, I love it. I love Miami, but I went to for college and ended up going to Tampa, um, which kind of started that whole bartending journey. Um, we'll definitely we touch base on that. But right now, I'm back in South Florida, which I love it. I call it like the sexiest city in the world because, you know, everyone comes for their BBLs, they come for their great bods. Um, and there's a lot of beautiful people here in Miami um, and South Florida in general. So I definitely love, love, love being here. It definitely has my heart as well as Haiti. I'm always going back and forth to Haiti. I think it's a great place too.
1: Oh, cool. I've been to Florida a handful of times, mostly up towards Walt Disney world, but I did make a trip out to Miami. I uh, cruised or uh, kind of cruised up a one a and the, uh, uh, the, uh, this it, this was for a work thing, and the guy, that, uh, the guy that I was doing the work thing with, he absolutely insisted that he ha- he goes over to Miami, Inc. He said, I have to get a tattoo from there. I'm like, you have yeah. fun. I'm going over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much great things to do in Miami, and Miami is, yeah, that's the, ta- that's the tattoo spot. I don't have any tattoos, but uh, that's right here. Everybody goes.
1: Yeah. I'm not a tattoo guy either. I just... I can't think of anything to put on my body that I couldn't, wouldn't get sick of. So that, but right, that's, right, right. that's just me, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, so like I told you before we got started, I like to start the show off with a good drink special. And if you would, uh, please give us a drink special for today.
2: Yeah. So my favorite, uh, whenever it comes to even me drinking on my own with friends or, um, at events, I always recommend the Malibu Bay Breeze. Um, it's Malibu coconut rum with pineapple juice and cranberry juice. Uh, it's it's designed for. I, I, I absolutely love it. And then if you want to, you can add a bit of tequila in there, um, making it a little bit more special. But, yeah, the Malibu Bay Breeze, that's my, uh, my, one of my favorite drinks.
1: Malibu Bay Breeze. Now, uh, you get the coconut flavor, and then uh, you get the flavor of the juices. But you said you add tequila to make it a little bit more exciting. What does that do to the drink?
2: Um, well, it still tastes still tastes the same. Um, it just adds a little kick of uh, tequila on that.
1: Ah, that sounds. Uh, it, would you describe that as like a sneaker drink? I mean, it goes down really smooth, and then all. Goes, of a sudden-
2: oh yeah, super smooth. It's very sweet. Um, as you as you take it in, you always feel like you're like in a Caribbean. It's almost like a peanut colada because of the pineapple and the the coconut together. But with the um, cranberry juice, it gives it like a little sting to know that it's like still a little bit of tropical mm. uh, as well on there. So I, I think that's that's why it's a, a very popular drink whenever I go to or have an event.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Well, if you people out there try that uh, drink, please be sure to let me know what you thought of it. You just email me dude at heybartenderpodcast.com or you can email Randy and we'll give you his information at, towards the end of the show. Sound good?
0: It is
2: perfect. Sounds perfect.
1: All right. So, Randy, now uh, let's get started uh, in the past a little bit. Now, I'm not talking about like birth or anything like that, but uh, when did you get started in the service industry? You mentioned something about you were going to college and that's how your bartending journey started.
2: Exactly. So um, when I graduated from college, um, I had the choice of obviously going to get my master's um, or you know, start going working in the the workforce. So I said, you know what? I want to work in the workforce, but I didn't want to do like any typical nine to five. I wanted to do like something very fun. And then one, like pretty much when I graduated, I went up north. I uh, was hanging out with one of my friends. Um, she's from Connecticut, and um, I saw that um, one day we were just at a gas station, it was a random gas station. She was pumping gas, and then she couldn't find her card, so. She goes in her armrest and pulls out cash, and it's a bunch of cash. And I'm like, "What are you? What, what have you been doing?" <laughs> like, I was like, "Why do you have all this cash in there? Um, is there something that you should let me know?" And then she's like, "Yeah, I bartend. I bartend now, so um, you know, these are all my tips." And it was like my first time seeing; it was like a armrest full of just cash. It was just straight cash of 20s. Um, Ones and all different types. So it got my interest. So I decided to actually go to bartending school, get my, um, get my bartending license to now get into the bartending industry. So I was like, okay, cool. And I was very excited for it because I graduated. um, I was unemployed. I'm sure they needed a bartender. So I went to different types of restaurants, like literally door to door to see if they would hire someone um, or needed a bartender. And I went to like uh, clubs, I went to restaurants, I went to strip clubs. <laughs> I just wanted to actually work as a bartender to get my experience. Yeah. And um, literally everyone told me no. Um, they told me that I needed to be a server first and work my way up and things like that. But my whole mindset and my whole goal was to be a bartender. I didn't want to be anything else. Mm. And so... Um, I I started researching online um, different ways to be a bartender and I came across a blog that said, Hey, you can actually do your own bartending company like your own mobile bartending company. And I I had never heard of it. And so what I did was follow the direction of the the guide. Uh, It was like, Hey, just post an ad on Craigslist um, and say these things. And then somebody's going to, um, Refer you, like ask you to hey be a bartender, and then you just charge this price. You just charge like twenty five dollars an hour. I was like, okay, cool. And so I did that. I followed. It, it was at that time it was free on Craigslist, so I didn't have to pay for any uh any ads. Right. And then I posted it. Someone said, hey, can you be a bartender? And then I started bartending from there. Um, and then also um, a little backtrack here. Um, I actually really knew I wanted to do it when, once I finished bartending school, they wanted me to um, work a country club. So I started doing events at a country club. So both those two uh, experiences kind of worked uh, in tandem together, um, where it was like, hey, I want to go look for a job. At the same time, um, the bartending school was giving me um, bartending events through the country clubs. Um, and then I just fell in love from there. And then now,
1: six years later, uh, I'm still bartending and, and doing events. Well, um, that's that's a great story. Now, let's go back to uh, where you just said that you decided that you went to bartending school. Now, uh, I went to bartending school also. Uh, I didn't absolutely feel like that it was extremely necessary. I mean, they, sure, they gave you some, uh, they taught me, well, they're, the teacher always said, I'm going to teach you 100 drinks, but odds are you're going to remember maybe 10 of them when you leave here. <laughs> right, right, right. But I thought the handiest part of it would have been the job placement assistance, but it left a kind of a sour uh, taste in my mouth because uh, they told me they need people over at this restaurant. The restaurant doesn't exist anymore. But they said they're looking for bartenders at this restaurant. Go over there and apply. So I go over there, apply, mention that I've been, uh, gone through their bartending uh, school. And the manager actually told me, I'm sorry, but we're looking for somebody with more experience. And I right. s- I sat there with a dead look in my face, looking at him straight in, straight in the eye then and said, then why the hell did you call the bartending academy? And he, uh, he didn't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But having uh, some of those skills walking out of there was kind of handy. The one thing that she really couldn't teach us was customer service. Now, as you were looking for jobs and uh, when you got the job at the country club, did, did you have any problems with like customer service or uh, learning all that? Because that's a big aspect of being a bartender.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So the, the interesting thing is like what you're saying is exactly the same situation that happened to me. Um, when it came to like after bartending school where, yeah, um, the manager was literally, uh, I, I think it was at uh, Duffy's, she was like, yeah, we need someone with experience, people come in all the time, but we don't hire, blah, blah, And then that, again, left a shot. So I, I definitely feel where you're coming from. And even people after me saying, hey, was it worth it? I'm like, no, you can probably YouTube how to, how to do exactly um, what they taught me in the school. But I did walk away with a lot of uh, experience. And when it comes to customer service, one of the things that, that still pushes me today when it comes to the event and, like, doing events is that because I've been to weddings and I've been to different events where there's a bartender and they, one, don't say anything the entire time um, that they're serving. Like, you're sitting there, you trying have a conversation with them. They don't say anything or they just want you to go away. Um or the drinks that don't taste good. Um, like it, as if they didn't go through any type of training. Mm. Um, and they were just two friends that are doing a favor. That's like kind of how it kind of felt or feels to me when I don't get that type of experience. And so, um, transitioning over, for me, I've been always been a type of person that was friendly and liked to have conversation and talk to people. And whenever I'm behind the bar or working at an event, I do feel comfortable talking to different people. So somebody's at the, the, the table or just um, drinking, I'm always going to have a conversation, be very engaged with them. Um, and anybody who I'm working with always tell them the same thing because at the end of the day, this is supposed to be a fun situation. You're at a party, um, you're making drinks, everybody's having fun, you're listening to good music, you're probably going to get fed, um, and you're going to make money at the end of the night. So w- what really is there to be like uh, complaining or being a, um, a bad sport when it comes to doing the event. So um, when it comes to any there's an event, even if you're not sociable and you want to do something like bartending, um, just always have something prepared. And it's so simple. I always ask like, hey, how do you know the, 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 the host? Or um, are you part of this event? Um, or are you from Miami? Or are you from the area? And that just gets them going. Um, so that way, you know, you can have a conversation with them, and it makes them feel even better about the the situation. Because anytime there's an ev- event, a wedding, birthday party, the person that is throwing it is pretty much put, putting their like heart and soul into the event, wanting to make it like very good. And so, I think it's as a, like whoever they hire or whoever they ask to join in making it a great event. We have to do our part. To make sure that it, it happens that way, um, because they're putting their heart money behind it, as well as they're putting their blood, sweat, and tears to make sure that this event is, you know, what they imagine it to be. So I think customer service is very important, um, alongside of you know making the good drinks and making sure that everybody's having fun.
1: Right, and you know, truth being told, in most cases, uh, even when you're working in a mom and pop brick and mortar bar. It's not hard to figure out in my opinion uh how to start a conversation with the, uh, with a person like if somebody well it can be hard but you know the, some of the easiest marks like there's uh guys that walk in with a 49ers jer- uh, t-shirt on yeah uh, if you're if you know anything about football you can ask him about you know what do you think of the 49ers this year or something like that I never right. personally I, ne- I never personally did that cuz I don't know shit about sports but right, right. But neither. <laughs> but it was it was kind of uh you know just kind of feel them out and uh and you could eventually find that common ground where you can actually start a decent conversation. In right in But I mean,
2: also at the same time, even when it comes to things you don't know, it's always good to learn too. So like um like for me, if I don't know something, like say for instance the Forty ers right? I'm not a big football fan, but I watch it sometimes, so I know that the general rules of sports and most sports and so like in a 49 situation i'm like hey um it, it, how's the team doing this year mm. oh they're doing great or oh they're not doing their work i'm like ah th- well maybe we need you as a coach right <laughs> something that's gonna help uh you know bring the bring the energy up um something fun and then that's when you can kind of switch over um to a different topic maybe you're, you're you now have common ground with so you know things like that you know it's always Depending on where you are, um, you know, we all can have great conversations depending on who we're with. Because sometimes it's just mindless. It's, just have the conversation if you're like with your best friend. Imagine everybody as your best friend, right?
1: Right. Uh, see, my wheelhouse was basically pop culture and music. You know, if I warn everybody, if you ask me any questions about the Beatles, be prepared for at least a half hour lecture. And yeah. just because that uh, uh, I love the Beatles but you know if you want to talk about you know Metallica or the Doobie Brothers or the Who or well not so much current music i'm having a little bit of trouble with that stuff but i think that's just yeah. because i'm 45 years old now but <laughs> uh, Dude, good- but uh yeah uh, getting to know people at events that uh these events that you're doing uh you don't really have do you well prove me uh tell me i'm wrong do you uh Really have the advantage of having a regular customer, so you know exactly uh, who they are, what they like, and have a, a common. You, do you know the common ground automatically when you see them?
2: Okay, actually, it's like in the sense of like new versus recurring uh, like clients, in
1: essence. Well, yeah, you know, your clients are uh, consistently changing. Uh, right? Do you run into your those clients uh, or customers? customers that the clients are hosting the party for more than twice.
2: So let me, I can give you an example. So when I was in Tampa um, and I always think it always stems from you, right? The the initial, because if for me, um, I'm looking to get clients, I'm looking to get consistent clients. So I have to be able to just be who I am. And if they cling to it or they like it and they they, um, enjoy the presence, the vibe, that's when you're going to always get a call back. So even if it's a recurring, the relationship just builds from there. Or even if it's a brand new one, you want to make sure that you're doing your part to at least try to build a relationship. Mm. So, like um, some like a like a, customer, like a client I have right now, um, that we would just start to become recurring is because of a jazz event. And so, um, through the, uh, the entire process, from the moment he sends out the message saying, "Hey," were interested in your service, I was already building relationships, um, building credit in the sense of, hey, um, if you need something, I'm there, I'm reliable for you, I'm reliable to you. Um, and no one's gonna really care about what you are able to do, unless you care about what they're trying to do.
0: Mm.
2: In the sense of, hey, I have an event, I we need a bartender, can you help out? If you start ignoring messages, delaying messages not being on top that means you're not reliable and so in the sense of let's say if this same the same client let's call him joe right if joe is calling me back for a second event a third event a fourth event a fifth event and more and more that means even from the initial to every single moment after that i was doing something right that um that enabled both of us to say that hey this relationship is became is able to grow and thrive. But on the opposite side, on my end, I also have to evaluate, hey, even though I'm doing everything right, what about this client? Are they are they doing everything right by me as well as their guests? What is their personality like? Because we are able to choose because there's so many different events all, all the time. And that's in any industry. That's not only in um, bartending. Even if you're a physical therapist, even if you're a sales manager, even if you're an author, it doesn't really matter what industry you're in. You still are able to choose your, your clients. You're still able to choose your customers. You're still able to choose who you want to work with. It's a two-way street. So if I feel like my customer my client is not doing right by me, then that means they probably won't do it right by a lot of people. Um, and then that's doing right by others, especially since I always I always say this where we all don't really know what's going on, but mm-hmm. we just think we figure it out. Uh, but at the end of the day, like you want to make sure we treat each other with respect so that way we can have a, a thriving relationship. If not, then either you're not going to call me back or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be enthusiastic to do another event with you, or even work with you, even if it's not just bartending and staff that. Mm. Service.
1: Now I've had mobile bar, or event bartenders, mobile bartender uh, bar owners on my show many times, uh, and uh, they all talked about like if you've already got something scheduled for this uh, this certain day at this certain time and then another customer calls you up and says, hey, we need you for that exact same day, certain time. There's like a network of friends that are all mobile, uh, mobile or event bartenders. Uh, do you refer your friends when things like that happen? Um, that's interesting because I haven't discovered a network
2: yet like that. So for me, I'm always the type of person that's going to try to do both. Oh. So either either look, go out, recruit more people, because the way I structure the the business and the the company model model is more along the lines of more people have the opportunity to become bartenders with the company,
0: mm.
2: as opposed to me just doing all events and then being like, having to substitute. So we're all like one big family in a sense of like once you're working with me you're like part of the, the organization. So I'm always looking and recruiting and wanting to find more great talent. Um, so that way, if, for instance, those same situations, because they are going to come up where there's two events on the same day, let's say, for instance, Christmas, right? If, if Christmas comes around and I have two people, same day, same time, at opposite locations or even in the same area, I want to be able to have someone that's in my network for um, the company that's going to be able to work for that, that, that event. So that way the company's brand name can grow and, and the brand name can um, be established here in South Florida.
1: Okay, uh, I apologize for thinking that your business was a lot smaller than it actually is. How many employees do you have?
2: Well, I think big. <laughs> I think big. So, so right now it's five. Um, But we are growing, we are are expanding. Um, Probably by the time this podcast is is released, we're going to grow a lot more. And the time that you're probably listening as a listener, we've grown a lot more. Uh, Because every single day, we're like, I'm working and growing the company. Even before I I I was on here, I was redesigning certain things with the website, redesigning certain things with the marketing. uh, Because that's my background. My background is marketing. So I love business. Um, I love growing the different aspects of business. I've worked in all types of uh, realms when it comes to uh, public relations, sales, marketing, um, finance, um, all types of things when it comes to the customer service. So, you know, I'm really big on growing the company. Um, so that way it doesn't stay small forever. You know? Well,
1: that's, uh, that's great. Now, well, let's go, uh, let's go back when you first came up with this, event bartending idea now did you uh did you automatically call yourself uh creme bartending automatically or was it just you
2: Uh, so no so um it's a family based when I first created I created as a family based um company so the four letters are the initial of the four people in my family so I have an older sister my mom and my dad so Cindy, Randy, Eddie Marnell which stands for creme. Oh, And then um, I went ahead and obviously I thought I was like, if I'm doing a, a motto or a logo or like a, a motto, that can't be the model, right? <laughs> you know, the name of the company. So um, at first it was creating raw emotional moments. And then at first I was like, ah, I don't know if that's going to work out. Uh, well, somebody actually cracked a joke and thought that it was it was something in the porn industry. <laughs> so he, I immediately I just exited out and changed it to real. So it was creating real emotional moments for forever. And then recently um, in May or April, um, someone else came to me and was like, hey, why would it be creating when it should be celebrating? And I was like, huh, celebrating real emotional moments sounds on brand. <laughs> yeah, so, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah so we ch- I changed the whole marketing from creating to celebrating. Um, and so we're celebrating real emotional moments, um, which I think is really uh, on brand to how I envision the company, where when it says like celebrating, obviously we're bartending, we're doing an event, there's a celebration there for something. Um, and real, obviously the authenticity of the event of, hey, we're just all being real, this is who we are, this is this is a wedding, this is us falling in love, this is a jazz event, this is us enjoying music. Um, emotional something that we we as humans are emotional creatures so in the event we're happy we're sad we're confused we're feeling good feeling bad whatever however we're feeling at the event and in the moment is the event doesn't last forever it's a moment in time and we're there we're celebrating what's what's real what's authentic um, with us humans <laughs> so that's pretty much how I um, Like the model and what it basically stands for uh, for the company.
1: Handmade in Brooklyn, New York, Barrow's intense ginger-flavored liqueur is 100% made with fresh ginger, with no extracts or chemicals. The liquor is pure, big, bold, and fresh, with the powerful flavor of ginger. Pure and simple, each batch of Barrow's Intense is created with over 200 pounds of fresh ginger, resulting in highly aromatic liquor. Barrow's Intense Ginger liqueur can be enjoyed in many ways, including on the rocks, in a cocktail, or even spice up a delicious dish at 22% ABV. Go grab yourself a bottle of Barrow's Intense Ginger Flavored Liqueur today, available at cwspirits.com. Just remember... If you use code hey Bartender 5 you get 5% off your entire order. So go to cwspirits.com and pick up a bottle of Barrow's Intense Ginger flavored liqueur today.
0: Hey bartender.
1: Now, you did uh, you created this company without any a lot of prior bar experience. I mean, you had the training and you did a little bit of country club, club work. Were you intimidated at all when you first decided on uh, to become an, to start an event bartending company
2: i think the intimidation was kind of distilled once even before i started because when the um bartending school gave me the first of, like my first event at the country club i was really nervous um but at the end of the day you know i had faith in myself um I believe in higher power so you know i was like god got me at the end of the day. So um, I went there, I was very nervous. And then when I realized people just go up and ask you for something very simple like a poke and rum or a vodka sprite, and all you have to do is do the measurements that they teach you in the school and have them to drink, I was like, wow, this is so easy. <laughs> so I was like, this is not a difficult work whatsoever. And even even in the point where there were opportunities where someone could trip me up and say, hey, I want this specific drink. Most of the time, we don't have the ingredients for a lot of things people ask for. It's like sometimes a randomist drinks. sometimes even an old-fashioned. Like, I don't have the ingredients for an old-fashioned um, or even something simpler, a margarita. Sometimes we don't have the ingredients for margarita. So they're like, hey, just say it's just to be something else.
0: Yeah,
2: And then I give them a Malibu Bay Breeze,
1: and they love them for the rest of your night. <laughs> well, I other uh, event bartenders that I've talked to, they is it the same laws in Florida? Um, because a lot of event bartenders I've talked to have said that uh they basically give the uh the event uh host a shopping list because you can't bring your alcohol to uh to you can only bring the service. You can't bring uh, all the uh the vodka gin rum whiskey uh do the, is that the way it is in, uh, out in Florida?
2: Um, so it's a little like for me and the service that we offer right now, we don't buy any of the the liquor or the alcohol. Um, and it's not only it's not because of any laws or anything. So we have to just look into that. But it's the 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 manpower right now is just not there for us to go shopping for the 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 alcohol and things like that. But we are able to do the, the sprites, the mixers, the sodas, the waters, and things like that. Um, so that is definitely a good point that we just got to look into um, when it comes to Florida laws, when it comes to, I know selling, like if I were to buy alcohol and resell it, I'm not able to do that mm-hmm. uh, because you need a liquor license. But when it comes to a customer giving you the money to just purchasing it, I don't in my eyes, again, I don't see the issues is almost like sending your niece or nephew, giving them the money to go purchase it. You know, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for laws, legislation can have other reasons why they want don't want us to do that. But that's definitely a good point. And, uh, and I'm happy that uh, that is a service that is available to some. Because I do get a lot of clients asking, hey, um do you guys buy the alcohol? Um, do we have to buy it? I'm typically like, hey, yeah, you have to buy it. But you never know. Maybe by the time this podcast is released, <laughs> the, I can look into that. have a time looking into it, and then um, maybe change that. But so for right now, no, we don't do any like buying of alcohol.
1: Yeah, it's actually kind of too bad that the you can't the customer can't just give you a a uh, check for a thousand dollars and say the party's right. gonna the party's gonna last uh for five hours, buy enough alcohol for that. Uh right. it, uh that way you you know you in your control that you have the ingredients to make almost everything, uh damn near everything. But sometimes but in this case, uh since they have to provide the alcohol for you to serve, right. maybe maybe that one uh maybe your customer doesn't like tequila. Gives them a headache, right. makes them want to fight. Whatever, dangerous stuff. And so they uh, they decided, I'm not buying any tequila for this. And then all of a sudden, that one person comes up and says, "Can I get a margarita?" And then you're like, right. "I got no tequila." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I, I do do that as well when it comes to the shopping list. Um, give the customer like um like recipe ideas. Um, just to make it easier to know that um when I get there, I know exactly what you know,
1: I can expect to make, mm. you you can give, you can give them a shopping list, you know, of s- stuff options for them to bring. Right. 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 Yeah. That, uh, that would worry me a little bit because, you know, some of the, you know, some people have their personal tastes. There's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah. uh, you know, when that one person decides that they got really sick on rum one day back when they were in college, Right, right. And this I'm never drinking rum again. I can't even look at rum anymore. Right. I see somebody even standing like Captain Morgan, I I got to run away. And Right, right, and, but, right, right. But uh, you know, uh, but sometimes you got to uh cater to other people's needs and some, exactly. sometimes sometimes your host doesn't think about that, but you can you can help them, right? Exactly, right, right, right. Exactly. When you're doing things like you you've mentioned jazz of uh, jazz events every now and then. Now I would be overly pressured to prepare for that type of, that type of event. Like I would probably spend a day or two listening to Dave Brubeck, Cab Calloway, Benny Goodman, <laughs> you know, just to get myself in the mindset of that particular event coming up. Do you uh do, do, do any, do any prep work uh, when you walk in there or uh for just for the, the people that you think you're going to be running into?
0: Mm,
2: no, I don't I do not do any prep work. Um, I think I just trust my conversation skills um, and my ability to, like, navigate through conversations to figure out, you know, let other people tell me about what they like in the sense of jazz. Like, hey, okay, what type of jazz music do you like? And he's asking me about jazz. I'm like, hey, I don't really know about jazz. not really into it, but maybe you can teach me or put me on to some good jazz um, uh, artists. So I don't. I, I always try to be, be ready for the unexpected. Be ready for the unexpected because at the end, if you try to prep for everything, um, they don't trip you up. But if you just go there open-minded, you don't know who's going to meet, the type of conversations you're going to have, just kind of leave the conversation where you can. Um then that's where um, that's where I find my pocket um, when it comes to like doing events and and being able to have great conversation and have fun at the event, but not only really do any any prep work mm.
1: now, you said you try to give every uh, bartender an opportunity to get a job, get some get some experience. You have people that are under your employee right now that you send out to various events now, uh, for the sake of my listeners, for the people that uh, are maybe struggling to look for a job in your area right now, what do you look for when uh, when you get when you're hiring a new employee?
2: Uh, that's a great question. So when it comes to me, I think coachability is the biggest thing um, because at the end of the day, you don't really need experience. I because I, I I'm only speaking from me. Um, so I started with no experience. I didn't start as a server. I didn't have any coaching, um, but I was willing to learn. And so as long as you're willing to learn and you're willing to, um, you're, you're coachable, you're able to be on time and prepared and you just like having fun. I think that's really the, the, the biggest qualifications because um, again, there's no really neat experience needed. You just, be taught how to make the drink properly, um, and then teach you a couple, like shoot a couple of things when it comes to like conversation and personality uh, that can help you know when it comes to increasing like your tips or um, just making the customer feel a little more satisfied. Um, but other than that, there's no real like qualification because there's different type of people, and I've realized this because I have so many different jobs where there are some people you just would not expect them to be really good at certain things, but they are. Mm. So I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt that, Hey, you could potentially be good as a bartender or a staff. I just need to feel your vibe and feel your character. And then from there, if you're willing to learn and you're willing to be honest and, you know, want to make money, want to have fun, can be on time, prepared, um, and willing to take uh, feedback, then yeah, you'll be you'll be really good, especially with new
1: creme bartending. Um, uh, I'm sure you're looking for dependability, also, uh, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. An uh, open schedule, um, someone who just willing to sacrifice, especially when it comes to knowing that the industry you would have to work um, holidays, weekends, the time where you want to go out and have fun. We're going to be having fun, but working at the
1: same time. Of course. I've always maintained for the longest time that working in the service industry is quite possibly the perfect job to have when you are uh, going to school or pursuing some kind of other fashion, whether it be being an artist or uh, actress or uh, actor, actress, something like that. Now, um, are you able to work? Work with schedules. I mean, uh, you know, like say you've got this guy that's studying uh, something, marketing, say, uh, in college, and he can he give you a a time schedule saying I'm not available during these times, but I'm available during these times because you know work with them in their schedules.
2: The way the way the business is set up, it's in the way where. I want people it's, I want people to be flexible. I don't want people to feel stressed. This whole this whole business model in my mind is to make it stress free for everybody. Mm-hmm. From the person at the top all the way to the person on the ground, the boots running. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if you're if one of the people I hire is a, a college student, I don't want you to feel pressed that you have to come to this event. I want to be able to say, hey, you want to come? Cool. If you're not able to come, that's fine as well. There's other people that that need the opportunity to um, to make extra money or, or for any reason. Um, and that's why I'm very big on, as you can see like on my page, we post like three times a day. Mm-hmm. I'm really big on marketing, getting my brand out there because the more events we can have, the more opportunity I can give people to, to make the money, um, to gain the experience. Cause if somebody wants to work at a club, their goal is to work at a club. They try to do what I did, but they're not able to get to that position, but find my company, get hired, they're coachable, dependable. Um, all those things that I mentioned, then now after a year, they have the experience. They can now go back to the same club or a different club, say, Hey, I have five years experience or one year experience um, doing bartending for this company. And we did all these different types of events. So now that gives them a position to say, Hey, I'm not someone that just came off the street um, and have a piece of paper to say I did, I took a couple classes, but I actually had real world experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that, I think that's important to, to make it flexible and stress free for everybody, even the clients even the client. So even when it comes to booking or having any questions, that's why the website is there for me to um, make sure that, hey, we'll refer to this. They have all the information you need. If you have any other questions, we're here to, to support you at any time. Any time. Um, um, maybe not 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. um, but if need be, um, and I'm uh, up and available, I'll definitely pick up because uh, it sounds like you you're, you're, you're have an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I' leave part of the morning but that's only
1: if I'm <laughs> that's only about so you'd actually kind of prefer that if you're a college student and you're studying and trying to work at the same time you would encourage them to get their studies done uh you know concentrate on that a little bit more so uh so that you uh you get all of them and they're not sitting there worried uh about their economics class than uh as they're pouring or And being engaging in that sort of thing—that's kind of what it sounds like to me.
2: Not only, not only college students though, because there's there's business, there's people in general, like Uber and Lyft and Airbnb and all these other companies or or business conglomerates that are business people or business businesses in general that are super big that are in those type of industries of where there is no middleman. There is just the the consumer and the, like the employee or the worker. And again, as the example of Lyft, Uber, Airbnb, those people who are working for them, they have their life. Mm. They have their situations going. Sometimes it's a single mom um, with two kids, three kids. Maybe it's, um, a mom who, or a older man who just retired, or it could be a woman who um, is a professional but just needs some extra money for a trip that she's looking to take, or it could be a college student, or it could be a nine-to-five worker who wants to make extra money because he wants to buy this thing or wants to quit his job, whatever it is, or even how start a business, whatever it is, people have to understand the priority is that thing. Mm. The thing that the goal that you're looking for and wanting to reach, that is what, that is what has to be on the forefront of your mind. And so, um, let's take example for a single mom with kids. Maybe she wants to spend more time with her kids and her job that she works um, right now is not giving her the luxury because she has to work more hours and like overtime. Um, just to make ends meet, and so she can't spend time with her kids. But then at the end of the day, she comes to Creme Bartending realizing she can make the same amount of money as a bartender or maybe a waitstaff and can do it at less hours. Maybe that now gives her room to spend more time with her kids. Maybe her kids are in middle school and she wants to go to play. Instead of her having to work this overnight shift, she can just work a Saturday and take that day off. And, and go to her kids' recital or kids' play. Mm. So it always, it always, I think, industries like mine where um, it can then cut out the middleman. Where, say, for instance, having to buy a bartender from a venue, and you can just bring your own outside bartender um, who can do it at a much affordable rate and at a much better um, experience. Mm. So and and again, I think it's it's important that we keep doing things like this and growing industries like these. Um, So that way it gives people more opportunities and more autonomy. Um, So that way they don't have to feel glued down to, like uh, again, a 9-to-5 or a graveyard shift schedule.
1: Mm. Hey, bartender. Mint Mobile has reimagined the wireless shopping experience and made it way easier. There's no stores, no salespeople, no nonsense. Just a huge savings on the nation's largest, most reliable 5G network. With plans as low as $15 a month, you have unlimited talk, unlimited text, and you can find the perfect data plan that suits you. You can even bring your old phone if you're still used to it. Or if you want to get rid of your old phone and upgrade, Mint Mobile has a large selection of phones for you to choose from. Just follow the link for Mint Mobile in the description of this podcast Check out the plans and the opportunities for you to save some money with your new wireless service. Go to MintMobile.com today. Hey, bartender. Before we got started, you told me you wrote a book. Uh, Yes. Please please tell me about this book.
2: Yeah, so in 2017, um, I'm the type of person, in general, not in 2017, but I'm the type of person, I like to plan for the future. And so 2017, uh, I think that was really the one of my peak years um, when it comes to, like, business, the relationships, everything like that. And um, I said, hey, let me write a book just in case for some weird reason I lost my weight. I can always get back to where I am right now. And so I, I composed. I thought of so many different areas that, that I, I liked. Um, or felt like I was thriving in, and I decided to say, okay, what is this particular piece of information, and then put it on paper. And so I composed 365 tips. I had them all in my notes, and I gave them definitions, and then I I put put them all together and created 365 tips to a fuller life. Um, It is self-published. It is on Amazon, so if anybody ever want to pick it up on Amazon, you can. Um, but yeah, so I think, and those tips help me out, even to today. Um, I post them on the, um, Instagram page, the Creme Bartending Instagram page. And, um, just to, also for me to, as a reminder to remember like, Hey, if I want to keep improving, I want to keep having a full life and make sure that I'm, I'm hitting all cylinders. Um, I have to remember certain, certain information, certain keys. Um, so that way, um, you know, I don't lose my weight. I can keep on the path and keep growing because I think in life, and it's not even a thing, it's a, it's a fact. If you're not growing, you're dying. If you think you're staying the same, you're slowly starting to to rot away. So you got to make sure that you're, you're keeping on top of things. You're, you're making sure that you keep growing and keep going. And those tips really help me out, um, even in the point where, I actually did need them, right, to, to refine my way. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, I'm very I'm very happy for them. I'm I'm very grateful and, and thankful for Randy 2017 uh, for putting those together um, because they do help out. And a lot of people tell me that they help them out in their situations too, um, whether it be for health, uh, money tips, whether it be for situational or different type of philosophies that maybe they didn't even remember or they had their parenting still for them in the child as a child and maybe forgot growing up and was able to remember because of the tips. Little things like those um, really gets me going knowing that hey these are helping you know people improve. Uh, because I, I like seeing that. I like seeing people grow. Um, I like seeing myself grow. Um, which is why I you know I, I take heed of um making sure that I make those posts every day for the tips.
1: So. Yeah, I uh, looked through your Instagram briefly before, uh, well, uh, went right after I contacted you about being on the show. And I saw that you had tips for almost everything. I uh, I must have hit, uh, hit your page at that point in time when you were concentrating on health and wellness. Um, what other subjects do you uh, go over in that book?
2: Yeah, so there's like um, like social advice. There's money tips. There is a, again, like I said, philosophy. Um, there's some situational. There's some like internal um, tips that you need for just you, um, and then there's some external tips that you need for like the environment. Um, there are conversational tips. So there's yeah, there's tips like that. Hits like like the main categories I think of of when it comes to life and what we do as like every single day situation. Hmm.
1: well it uh, sounds like an interesting book uh uh I'm I'm going to have to take some time to uh go search it out uh, after we talk because uh you know might find something that enlightens me a little bit so
2: yeah yeah I mean what you can do is you can uh, send me your address and I'll
1: send you a copy I have, uh, I have a couple copies here I'll send one to you I'd appreciate that that'd be awesome Absolutely absolutely Well, we're coming up on uh, the end of the show. Uh, Randy, thank you so much for taking time out for being on Hey Bartender podcast. Uh, If you would take a minute uh, and tell people if they want to get a hold of you, uh, where can they do that?
2: Yeah, so the Creme Bartending page, um, or basically most of the social media is going to be at Creme Bartending. Um, The Facebook page is at Creme Bartend. Um, But yeah, so Instagram... Uh, Twitter, we're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Uh, you can find us at The Knot, uh, Wedding Wire, Um, and that's about it right now, yeah, those are the the six places you can find us, and then Craigslist, right, Mm -hmm. if you ever need to go on Craigslist, you can actually see uh, our ads there too.
1: Cool, Uh, well, uh, how's the weather in Miami right now, just out of curiosity?
2: Very good, very good. Uh, it's very, it's very warm. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I was walking last night. It's just very random story, and I saw like lightning pass through the sky. And I think that's so interesting because in in Florida, since are the lightning capital, we get like different lightning strikes that just kind of just pass through the sky. It wasn't raining, was it drizzling? It wasn't doing anything. And I always thought like, hey, if, doesn't lightning comes during the rain, but that's not the case <laughs> guys, like, lightning comes at any time in Florida. But other than that, like during the day, it's great, great weather. Um, it's, if you don't like the humidity, I like the humidity. I like the sun. I like the wind. I like everything when it comes to like the weather environment. Miami. Uh,
1: the humidity gets to me after a while, but uh, one thing that I grew up in Oregon and the Pacific ocean, you, you can go out there, stick your feet in the Pacific ocean. And if you, uh, or out there too long, your feet go numb because the Pacific Ocean's cold. So my first yeah. trip out to Miami or out to Florida where I actually got to see Miami Beach and all that stuff, I put my feet in the Atlantic Ocean and I'm like, my God, this is a warm bath in, <laughs> in comparison to the Pacific. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh but it was a beautiful place and uh yeah. I uh awesome. uh I remember going uh going down A one A uh, searching for the hotel that they filmed Goldfinger at, uh, La Fontaine, mm-hmm. I think it uh, was the name of it. Uh, but tons, uh, tons of stuff to see and, um, and probably ton of tons of events for uh, you and your employees to go, uh, uh, go work at. Just because it, a lot of exciting stuff happens out there. Yeah, I was just
2: doing some research. It's like about like twenty. Actually, have right here, like twenty thousand weddings. Uh, that alone, um, outside of all the birthday parties, anniversaries, different events, shows that there's a lot of need um, for a bartending service. So yeah, let's see how, how it goes this year. You know, COVID, the restrictions started to lift last year um, towards the end. But you know, Miami, we had the restrictions lifted not really earlier, but as a as a unit, as a community, a lot of people were out. Um, earlier. So, um, now, you know, everything is lifting out from like the, um, restrictions. So I think it's going to be a very, really, really good and successful upcoming year. I'm b- being very positive about it. Um, and I'm very excited to see, um, how the next year, 2022, 2023 and beyond looks.
1: Well, I wish you and your company luck and, uh, because uh, only great things can happen. Because you've got the right uh, mentality, you've got the right mindset. Uh, you can only go up from there.
2: I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to come back on uh, when your your uh, podcast has a million followers. Because <laughs> this is a great, great stuff that
1: you've done. I uh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And that's it, people. That is last call for Hey Bartender podcast. Come on up to the bar and get your last drink. Or you go home thirsty. Uh, big thanks to Randy Schutz for being on uh, Hey Bartender podcast. Uh, thank you for coming on the show and telling us about uh, Creme Bartending. If you people are in the Florida area and you're looking for a event bartender, go check him out. Go find his website. Go find his Facebook. And you'll see what he's all about. And as you can tell, he's got a lot of credibility. And also remember, people, if you want to be a guest on Hey Bartender Podcast, all you have to do is contact me. You can either email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, or you can uh, contact me via social media on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's all at Hey Bartender Podcast. And you know what? I just hit 7,500 followers on TikTok just out of the blue. It is so cool. I You know, you know. Follow me, help me celebrate that. For those of you that did start following me and are listening to the podcast right now, thank you so much for your support. I would name all of you, but it's a uh, be a really long list of uh, 6,450 names to name. But all of you are greatly appreciated. Big thanks, as always, to Laura Hope and the Arctones. Go check out their music uh, available on all the streaming services and uh, cuz they got a lot of great stuff out there and they got a new single called Have a Heart and 100% of the proceeds to that single go to planned parenthood support Laura Hope and the Arctones and you'll be supporting planned parenthood. Finally, remember to visit Country Wine and Spirits at cwspirits.com and go check out their selection of liquor that they've got on there they've got a lot of great stuff for great prices and you might find something on there that you've never seen before but that you're really gonna dig so go to cwspirits.com remember to use promo code heybartender bartender 5 at checkout and get 5% off your entire order finally thank you for listening to Heybartender bartender podcast new episodes uh usually every saturday um i'm always looking for new guests so make sure to contact me but until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's Let's Go? I just got hit!